Welcome to Regenerate You. I'm Dr. Nirvana, a board-certified and licensed naturopathic doctor. I created this podcast to share my tips and knowledge on restoring your health naturally. It's exciting to share my unique approach with you to regenerating your body from the inside out. So get ready to receive practical and effective approaches for living your best life possible in under 15 minutes. Everyone, welcome to Regenerate You. I'm Dr. Nirvana. Today, I want to talk about the most popular diets out there. Throughout the generations, there's been different styles of eating that have come and gone, and in some cases, come back again. So I thought it would be great to discuss the pros and cons of the most popular diets and which one is best for you. So let's start with the FODMAP diet. So this is F is in Frank, O-D-M-A-P is in Paul diet. And it stands for fermentable oligosaccharide, disaccharide, monosaccharide, and polyols, which are carbohydrates that can have digestive issues or cause digestive issues in some people. So if you've ever felt really bloated after eating wheat, legumes, high fructose fruits like apples or even milk, you'll benefit most likely from the low FODMAP diet. And these are generally the patients that I see that have an overgrowth of what's called SIBO or small intestinal bacterial overgrowth in their gut really do well with the FODMAP diet. So the pros of the FODMAP are that most people will first and foremost get significant relief from gas and bloating, and also it limits common triggers for food intolerances or foods that are feeding the bad bacteria in places they shouldn't be, like the small intestine. The cons, however, to the FODMAP include that it's not a diet, but more of an eating pattern to address the bacterial imbalances in the small intestine. And it can take about two to six weeks of strict adherence for it to take effect. So if you think your gas and bloating is more than unusual, this may be a diet to consider trying. Next up is the gluten-free diet. I generally recommend this for people with celiac disease or autoimmunity because gluten has been shown to suppress the immune system and cause severe damage to the GI system in people with celiacs um, where even a small amount of gluten in their diet can trigger severe autoimmune reactions. There are some people that are sensitive to gluten leading to symptoms such as inflammation, fatigue, and brain brain fog. So for those people, this would be a good idea too. So the pros are that it eliminates gluten, which is the protein found in wheat, grains, barley, which causes a lot of sensitivities or even allergic reactions. And it's actually another great point pro is that it's more accessible thanks to the growing popularity of the gluten-free market nowadays. So there's lots of options out there. The cons, however, are that it requires extra care to avoid gluten contamination because factories that manufacture gluten-free foods can cross-contaminate with um, foods that have gluten in them. So uh, it can be difficult sometimes to manage if you're eating out as well. So if you cut grains out of your diet and find yourself feeling better, 
you may have been dealing with a gluten sensitivity. So it's, it's worth a try to, to see if you are gluten sensitive. Next is the ever so popular HCG diet. HCG stands for human chorionic gonadotropin, which is a hormone that's present um, in both men and women, but high levels in early pregnancy. And it's used as a marker for home pregnancy tests, and it's used to treat fertility issues in both, actually, believe it or not, men and women. So the diet consists of a low-calorie diet around 500 calories a day, and the HCG is administered via daily injections. So the pros are it's great for people that need to lose weight fast. I offer the 12 or 21 day program in my office, and the average weight loss is about half a pound to a pound a day. The cons are it's not ideal for those that need to lose more than 30 pounds. I believe it's too restricting for longer than 21 days, especially if you're a foodie like me. And it's not an option at all for anyone with a history of cancer. That being said, however, it's a great way to safely shed a few pounds quickly. So now let's talk about the ever so trendy intermittent fasting. The idea behind this is that humans evolved to survive extended periods without food, so one would think that intermittent fasting is part of our biological makeup. There are different styles of fasting, such as the 16-8, where you fast for 16 hours a day, or eating one meal a day option. It's really up to you what you prefer to do best. It's used mostly to maintain a healthy weight and stay in ketosis and to promote alertness by minimizing the blood sugar crashes. The pros to intermittent fasting are that it's easy to do because you just restrict your eating window to 12 to 16 hours a day. For women, I generally recommend the shorter fast for 12 to 14 hour windows. And you also spend less time eating, naturally creating a calorie restriction, which helps with weight management, and it helps to avoid late night snacking, of course. And it helps to regulate insulin levels, which is ideal for people that are battling blood sugar imbalances or even insulin resistance. The cons with intermittent fasting are that it's not ideal for people with a history of disordered eating or poor relationship with food. And long-term fasting can actually wreak a lot of stress on the body. If you're already highly stressed, excess cortisol leads to a lower thyroid function as well as hypoglycemia, especially if the root causes of blood sugar imbalances aren't addressed. So keep that in mind, please. It's not ideal for anybody who has Hashimoto's, hypothyroidism, chronic adrenal fatigue, hypoglycemia, until, of course, the root cause is addressed first. That takes us to the ketogenic diet. So the ketogenic diet is a quick way to burn fat and curb cravings. By eating more fats and fewer carbs, you switch into ketosis where you burn fat for fuel instead of glucose. So the pros to the keto diet are that it puts your body in ketosis, which gives you energy to last longer throughout your day, which is usually a problem for those with insulin resistance or blood sugar imbalances. 
Another pro is uh, eating more fat promotes satiety and it helps to curb cravings and it burns body fat and dietary fat for fuel since it's not storing excess carbs as glycogen stores. But the cons for the keto diet are that it's for some people restricting carbs isn't a long-term option. So ketosis can be a major strain on the adrenals. This is because reduced carb intake leads to a decrease in thyroid hormone levels and an increase in cortisol, which decreases thyroid function further, meaning more work for your adrenals too. Similar to what's happening with uh, intermittent fasting, if the root cause of adrenal fatigue is not addressed. Also, Caloric restriction will lower the concentration of T3 hormone. The primary reason why low calorie consumption decreases T3 is to improve the chances of survival way back when, when our ancestors in time were dealing with food shortage. As a result, metabolism slows down and the body burns fewer calories. Isn't that interesting? I know, it's fascinating. (laughs) So... Also, another con is that in Hashimoto's, the areas of the brain which regulate the function of the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis need glucose to work properly. And remember, the adrenals respond poorly to a low caloric state as well. To add fuel to the fire, severe carb restriction decreases T3 while increasing reverse T3. So it's a mess for those struggling with thyroid or adrenal issues. Which takes us to our next diet, which is the bulletproof diet. So the bulletproof diet favors ketosis, but only temporarily. In fact, it's closer to the cyclical ketogenic diet than the standard ketogenic. With bulletproof, they believe that carb cycling is better than permanent ketosis and it includes intermittent fasting as well. So the the pros with the Bulletproof are that it emphasizes anti-inflammatory foods and reduction in carbs for those that want to balance out their carb cravings and address blood sugar imbalances. The cons, however, to Bulletproof are that it has an imbalanced macronutrient profile. The concentration is mostly on fat. Because of the high concentration of fat with the bulletproof and ketogenic aspect, it should be avoided completely for those with any gallbladder issues such as stones or even biliary colic. The high fat diet is just too much for the gallbladder and it can lead to severe gallbladder attack. If you're having gallbladder, if, excuse me, if your gallbladder is having difficulty doing its job, then it can't release enough bile to grab onto the toxins, which means they'll accumulate, leading you to feel even worse and really just ill altogether. So it's not for anyone with a history of gallbladder disease, even in their family history. So... Now that I've shared my pros and cons of these trendy diets, you're probably wondering what I recommend to my patients. That's why I created the Dr. Nirvana Diet. 
The point to all of this is that the human body doesn't like any kind of imbalance, and it's very, very smart. Since the body wants to function efficiently, it'll do whatever it takes to get itself back into balance. And the first signs usually that most people see of the imbalance are that food cravings start out of nowhere and they're they get ignored and until they become unbearable and then you know what happens next overeating of poor quality foods and then just feeling yucky afterwards so this usually happens to my patients that are following a diet that they thought was good for them such as the ones i discussed Unfortunately, however, most of these diets are missing the vital nutrients your body needs. That's why I decided to offer a diet, quote unquote, that specifically targets weight loss and energy, immunity, and a gentle, gentle, natural detox for your body. So I designed the Dr. Nirvana diet to help you understand what your body translates when it comes to its nutritional needs based upon your genetics, not just what someone else has determined healthy or good. It's based on the scientific, excuse me, scientific evidence from your very own blood It's all about knowing what foods make you feel your best so that you can regenerate the healthiest cells in your body possible. And it takes the guesswork out of how to be healthy and knowing what to eat, which is one of the reasons I love it extra much. So if you're interested in getting started on the Dr. Nirvana diet, just send me an email through my website at drnirvana.com. That's it for me for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please stay connected with me on Instagram at Dr. Nirvana or my Facebook page at Dr. Nirvana Heals. And don't forget to rate and share this podcast. And remember, when you regenerate, there's a new you every day. Bye-bye, everyone.